What's up, everybody? It's Pasty White. And it's Fat Mac. And we're bringing you Beef Sticks Podcast, episode 21. Yes, that's right, Beef Sticks Podcast is now old enough to drink and therefore draws no more interest from the Fat Mac. Yeah, that's about <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> That's uh, kind of my cutoff age right there. <laughs> How you doing today, buddy? <laughs> hey, I'm doing great. It's been a wild and wacky riding adventure, and I've been loving every second of it. How are you yeah, doing, yeah. man? You know, I had a job. I quit a job. I got a job. I haven't started it yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to be calling people and, and doing insurance things and and stuff. So that's going to be fun. So you get to do that from uh, home, huh? No, no, no. It's it's uh it's about thirty five minutes away. It's not like uh it's not an insurance company. It's more of a bill collection thing. But they have like five different buildings. Ooh, you could be calling me anytime soon. I could. I could. <laughs> we could just sit and chit chat. <laughs> I think it's mostly medical billing. But I yeah. got a lot of that, man. <laughs> well, there you go. Be expecting like hell. <laughs> them damn, uh, them STD fucking uh, shots, man. They're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> STDs are uh, like Pokemon, dude. You gotta catch them all. I prefer not to. But if you gotta, I mean, go for it. If that's your that's lifestyle. Cause, that's because you're not a master. Nah. 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 I'm a gym leader. I'm Brock. I'm the first gym leader. Don't pick a fire Pokemon or you ain't getting through me. Anything else, you're safe. Right. You're you're like, you're crabs. Like, it's the first time you deal. Just some crabs. Nothing big. Hit them with the shampoo. <laughs> nice lace comb. Run it through the pubes. You're okay. You got that yeah, shit. It's all good. Just shave it. Mm-hmm. Just shave it. Just shave it. That's that's why that's why I always shave now. I learned the hard way. I was like, man, <laughs> just shave it. Them res girls, man, they get you bit up with the lice, man. They got them crabs. They got them in in, in dungeness crabs and shit. The indigenous crabs. Indungeonitis. You know what I mean? You catch yes. the joke? Indungeonus. Indungeonus. It, get it? Yes. Did, did Bugs on it? my nugs, folks. Did you get it, folks? Hello. Hello. Come on. Is this thing on? This thing is on. We are live. And not only are we coming Did at you. We're live? I didn't want fucking people to know that. Oh, no. We were fucking around. I thought we were fucking around. <laughs> if he didn't know we were live, he would be shirtless right now, folks. Uh, I say this because not only are we coming to your ear holes on our usual outlets, we are now live streaming on the YouTubes. We have a YouTube. really nice live chat. You guys can come and join us and add your shit to the show. Let's talk some shit. Let's do it. YouTube.com, Beef Sticks Podcast, live stream. Come in and join the love. It's going to be fun. Join in on the hate. Join in on anything. Tell us how much we suck. Tell me how good <laughs> my mustache looks. Tell Pacey he needs to grow a bigger beard. Just, just let it out. Hey, I didn't cut it. I figured this is biz cash enough. Biz cash. I made sure to wear the mustache to the interview, too. Like, this Great. is what you're getting. You got to. The people hear it over the phones, and it'll make them more happy. 
Let's just hear the mustache, and it'll increase morality. It'll be it'll be oh, good yeah. stuff. They can hear it. Oh, you yeah. can hear it in your voice when you got it. When you got a good <laughs> dapper mustache, it comes out. It comes yeah. out. It's kind of like a smile. People say they can hear it when you're smiling. You can hear it when you got the the, the handlebars, man. Mm-hmm. Oh. It is. It's a it's a permanent smile on your face. It's it's there. It's, it is. I will say I'm jealous. We got the video going now, and you got the nice background there and everything. You got Hendrix oh, and yeah. the bacon. And no, everything. I've been set up for this shit and since the like, get go. I'm like this, you know. It's like, <laughs> oh, there's there's my messy house. Enjoy it. We'll just hang a green sheet behind you, and I'll edit the background out and like put a picture there or something. It'll be fun. There you go. Yeah. I don't know how to do green screen shit, so don't expect that to actually happen. <laughs> we could put shit on your shirt today if you did. Right? <laughs> what kind of shirt you got? Where, what, do you, what kind of shirt you got for I the got, live podcast? What do I got for the live podcast? Man, this is a classic pasty white. This is one of my favorites. It is my nice. Cheech and Chong up in smoke shirt. Nice. I got, got, a, I got a friend of mine. She just got a, uh, she just got a, a pair of cockatiels. And her and her husband named him Cheechin Kong. Cheechin Kong? Cheechin Kong? Chong. <laughs> and then now her husband keeps trying to get him to learn how to say, uh, uh, what does he say? Wanna get high? Wanna get high? <laughs> and she's like, you can't say that. The grandkids are gonna come over and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, aren't the grandkids gonna come over and be like, why are your birds named Cheechin Chong? I don't think grandkids know Cheech and Chong nowadays. I don't know. I still think they're a household name. Whether or not you watch it, you probably know who they are and what they're famous for. I hope they are. They should be. They're gods. Speaking of famous folks, I got the classic uh, Deadpool on a Deadpool. unicorn eating a taco. Made its debut at the Galactic Get Down 2017. It did. That was the first time I ever wore it was at the the Galactic Get Down, which I hope you folks have listened to all the various episodes from Get Local, Beef Sticks, Fantastic Fables, Fruit of the Loom commercial that we recorded out there. <laughs> um, it's on TV now. Pasty and his whiteys. There you go. They're called the, paste, the Pasty Whiteys. Pasty Whiteys. Brought to you by Fruit of the Loom. Sponsor yes. of Beef Sticks Podcast. Hey, hide your little beef stick for you. Michael Jordan ain't got shit on Pasty White, baby. <laughs> Big baller brand, I'm coming for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't have that as a button anymore, and I wouldn't press it if I did. <laughs> I know. I still I still need to uh, extract our my damn uh, beer song for us. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, you haven't. There's some other things. There's some other things you've gotten that we have not been allowed to discuss on the podcast that we have meant to air, but never have. Things from professional wrestlers. Hmm. 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 Oh. This is riveting shit, dude. We're losing them. I know. Them. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing them. It's going oh, down shit. and it's going down hard, just like your sister. <laughs> Where's the rim shot, Josh? You're always laid on the rim shot. I'm always, uh, dude. Yeah. You should just there. You, you need go. A, a, you need a button just like this, just always in your right. hand, ready for like. <laughs> that's I'm saying. That's what I need is a pad where I can just hit the sound effects right here because I would be on top yep. of that shit then. But I gotta like go through Windows on the computer and find the right screen and then go. 
<laughs> Live from I love it. Dayton Ohio. Let's let's uh let's get some of our sponsors out of the way, Lope. Sponsors. They're the ones that are bringing us to you and yes. then allowing you to receive our gooey goodness. Gooey gooey goodness. Brought to you by Monster Wear Clothing. They're accepting a new shipment of orders right now, folks. If you need vinyl decal work, if you need t-shirts, custom hockey masks, you know Halloween's coming up. You know, maybe you want Chucky's fakes on a hockey mask. Or half Chucky, half Freddy Krueger. Anything but Jason, really. Because that would be a plain hockey mask. Hit up, hit him up. Monster Wear Clothing. My boy Corey Matthews will take really good care of you, especially if you tell him Pasty White sent you. You know what bothers me about Jason Voorhees? How come nobody wears the original mask? The fucking uh, burlap sack. How come right. nobody wears that? He because didn't even have the hockey mask till the third fucking movie. Why is that the iconic one? If you wore a burlap mask now... And went out, people would be like, oh, that's a really nice Scarecrow costume. I know, but, you know, <laughs> that was his, his original mask was nothing. No. He originally was just fucking, he originally was his ma. I want to go out as, as Jason's ma. There you go. Let's put his dress on and shit and start screaming at kids. <laughs> you killed my boy! I want to do that, you know, like not even on Halloween. I just want to fucking do that. Tonight, I might do that after the podcast. Local podcaster arrested for dressing as woman and screaming at kids at one in the morning. <laughs> I'll be making headlines. That'd be a great costume. I mean, you did want to be Tina last year, did you not? I did. Bob's I did. Burgers. What's the other? Uh, God, there's another really good one that I want to do, and I can't think of what it is now. But I'd like to do that Pamela also. Anderson? No. I wouldn't mind doing uh, Dr. Frankenfurter. That'd be cool also. But in Minnesota, that gets pretty chilly. <laughs> you know, that's, I don't know. Significant shrinkage. Yeah, yeah, and then some. Wasn't that's mine, dog, wasn't folks. mine. <laughs> <laughs> mine can't keep her mouth shut, man. Come on. It's, it's mine, mine have been doing pretty good. Bree, calm down over there. Calm down. Get your toy. As long as the as long as the kids stay away from my house. Kid came to the house like right before we started recording and got all the dogs riled up. But... Hey, so how about uh, we get into some brewskis? It isn't called beef sticks because we don't drink beer. I drink beer sometimes. Fat Mac. Oh man, you can't even see that with the light. There, there you go. go. Right there. It's backwards. Got, but. It's, it is backwards. Well, man, they need to learn how to read it. <laughs> Brow Brothers Peated Scotch. This is a Bankrigy. I think I'm saying that right. Bankrigy? This Bank is a new Rigier. one, man. It's a Peated Scotch Ale. And the story goes... What does the story go? 
The story goes, you need the whole damn case to see what the story goes. But at least it promotes the beer pretty good there. Look at that. The story goes, it was named after the distinctive white granite that's quarried nearby. Bankraji is a complex yet unique ale built with many layers. Kind of like Shrek. Layers. God, what a waste of a movie series, wasn't that? (laughs) It Uh, really was. Multi sweetness is allowed to subdue a tame hop bill with several crystal malts finished with just a touch of chocolate malt. You know, when I bought it, I thought it said crystal meth, and that's why I bought it. (laughs) Kind of disappointed. Kind of disappointed. I'm kind of disappointed. The star. Write them an angry letter. They'll probably send you a bag of meth. Right. Methamphetamine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> What's a hell of a drug, Josh? What's a hell of a drug? <laughs> don't. We got issues. Speaking of- nope, it's not on here anymore either for some reason. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I hit the button. I hit the button. It was Enzo. You know, we got issues. <laughs> it's well, basically the same thing. Issues. He was on meth in that video. <laughs> the star of the show is an exclusive blend of Pete and cherry smoked malt, delivering just the right amount of tobacco and scotch flavor. It's basically like sitting in your grandpa's lounge. It's tobacco and scotch and chocolate. I love all of those things. So I will say, it's got a real good bitterness to it. It's got the malty. Um, not very. I, I don't taste the hoppy at all. Very malty. Maltese. Kind of hits you right back there. I like that. Hits you right in the back there. A little creamy. I don't know that I get the tobacco or the chocolate, but I suppose there's probably a hint in there. Maybe tonight when I'm burping or something, I'll probably taste it. <laughs> but if you're drinking up and threw up, you know, when it came up, you'd be like, "There's the tobacco." But I like it. It's mm. it's uh, very enjoyable, I think. it's a, it, You know what it does? It reminds me, it makes me think of sitting back in an easy chair and smoking a pipe and reading a book or something. I kind of, I really get Just that feeling. Just classy chilling. Classy chilling. Yeah. In your chillin'. plate, yeah. In your bathrobe with, with, with nothing else on. With nothing else on. Except your sister. I'm setting you up for these rim shots. I want you to just have it ready now, and then just. I'll just. I, I'm not gonna open any other windows, and we'll just keep that <laughs> button right there. Right. You got anything? Uh, you got anything this evening or not? Nah? Um, no, I'm still poor. I'm still poor, and we haven't gotten anybody to go to the Patreon to donate money so Pasty can buy beer for the show. Oh, uh, that's Patreon.com/backslash/CloudStyle. If you're interested now. Or you can just watch us on YouTube a shit ton of times and give us that ad revenue. You got choices now, folks. One costs you money, one costs you sanity. Woo! Uh, I don't have any more sanity left, Loke. So I am sipping on a lovely Monster Juice Pipeline Punch, one of my favorites. It's tasty. It's going to keep me energized so you won't say, Damn, PC, you've been yawning a lot over there. Right? Gotta look good for our first live cast. We can't right. have that yawning. Right. Usually we're all disheveled and half naked and just looking rough, you know? 
Oh, we'll be getting naked as it goes. <laughs> but we got we to gotta ease into that. We got to just, we can't just throw it out there at him. Um, the last person I threw it out there at him, man, just, woo, and I ended up getting a fine and shit. But, oh, they liked it, though. Oh, yeah, they like. They actually called me back later. <laughs> you know. But the fine was from her dad, you know. I didn't know she was 15. How the fuck was I supposed <laughs> to know she was 15? You know. Put a disclaimer on that shit. Right? So, uh, what's up in wrestling? Uh, well, there's a lot going on coming into SummerSlam. I think uh, maybe the biggest thing to talk about is the Money in the Bank cash-in by Baron Corbin on this latest edition of SmackDown Live. Yeah. <laughs> What an attempt, man. That's what happens when you fuck over John Cena, though. I mean, Jesus Christ. You could have picked a better time to cash it in. Definitely well, you know, could have picked a better time. Now John Cena has been involved in every single failed cash-in attempt. Do you realize that? Yep. Yep. He uh, he had a failed cash-in attempt himself. And that's what gave him the superpower to d- destroy other people trying to cash in the money in the bank. Yeah, and then... Um, I want to say it was CM Punk that tried to cash in on him and Cena beat him. Wasn't it just three, though? Because then it was Damian Sandow. Damian Sandow. Yeah. Damian Sandow. Thank you. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Tried to cash in on on, on, uh, Cena, and Cena beat him. And now this time, Baron Corbin tries to cash in on Jinder, and Cena distracts him. And um, and Ginger pulls out the most deadliest finishing move in WWE for the past, I'd say, decade. <laughs> the distraction roll-up. It wins more matches than Stone Cold Stunners. It does. It does. Um, so, I mean, would you say, uh, actually, I shouldn't say would you say. You basically said this. This basically gives Corbin our uh, Jerry on top. Of Jerry the on top. Yes, I think so. He is definitely the And, uh, you know, I almost, for a second, for a second, you had me, you had me believing that they were going with the push for a little bit. I was like, (laughs) oh man, pasty's right. He's good. And then this just, bam. But you see, you see, I think, I think what this could do for Corbin that makes it better is he's going to destroy Cena at SummerSlam. And that'll probably be better for him than the briefcase was in the whole, you know, in the long term. So I do think you're right. Um, I know we got nobody wants to see, later, but nobody wants to see Baron Corbin with the WWE championship yet. That'd be almost as bad as them throwing it on Roman Reigns right off the bat. Like they did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make him oh, fucking yeah. I, earn it. I agree. I mean, or, or even gender to go from gender to him. It's like, no, uh, but no, he should, right. he should completely he, destroy Cena this Sunday. That's, that's my thought. Yeah. It's going to give him the fire he needs. Um, the only reason I, I'm somewhat skeptical about that, I think you're right. And when we get into the predictions, I'm going with Corbin. But that's going to make Cena's sixth SummerSlam loss in a row. It's hard to believe the the quote-unquote golden child is willing to lose that many SummerSlams. The second biggest show of the year. I mean, yeah, if but he does, you got to every Every loss he takes at SummerSlam is a victory at WrestleMania. It's, it's a pretty good trade-off, if you ask me. It's it's it something is. they should have it's something they should have made Hulk Hogan do back in the day instead but, of winning all the uh, time. 
I was going to say, you look at Hogan, you look at Shawn Michaels, you look at um, Triple H, you look down the line of the it guy at the time, and none of the other guys would have done that. None of the other guys would take that many losses at a SummerSlam to put other people's over. I don't think yeah. they would. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think I, I just, it, it's Cena's giving back for all the years that he was completely the guy on top. He's he's giving back. He's trying to show people that he's not out to bury people. You know, I, I think, think that's so. very important for his legacy is to not be known as the guy who buried everybody his whole career. Um, I think he's been very good at putting people over. You look at just his yeah. last year, and he's taken clean losses to AJ. He's taken clean losses to Kevin Owens. Bray Wyatt. Um, he's... Uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt. He took clean loss to Bray Wyatt. He's taken clean losses to a ton of the up-and-comers. And, uh, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, clean loss to Shinsuke Nakamura just, just a little while ago. So, I mean, that's pretty huge for somebody in his position who's still, still in his prime, arguably. I think, I mean, for as much shit as everyone gives him... I don't think he's the Cena he was five years ago. He's not Super Cena anymore. Right. And I right. don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, he's not the the egotist. And I don't even think it was Cena to begin with. I think most of it was Vince and Cena not fighting it. Because let's be honest, I wouldn't fight it if Vince says, Right. You're my golden boy. You're the man. You're going to get the money. You're going to get the title. You're going to get the TV shows. I'd be like, fuck yes, sir. Now pull your pants down and let me put it in my mouth. <laughs> I would. Fuck it. I would. <laughs> just just rape him with your mouth, even though he doesn't want it. Be like, no, I have to do this for the job. Fat Mac, what are you doing? Get, get away. Oh, come here, Vince. Come here. No, come on. Linda's right there. Come on. Come on, Linda. Hold him back. <laughs> come on, Mac. Can't you just join the Kiss My Ass Club like everybody else? No, I give Cena fucking credit. Ah, oh. so we got Corbin, Corbin, and the briefcase. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about something real quick. Not the biggest news, maybe even nothing. Might be nothing. Might be nothing. Who knows? Maybe I'm reading more into it than it is. But a double put out a tweet recently that just said, "My next brain buster is going to be too sweet." Ooh, little, little tease there. Little tease might not yeah. mean nothing. I think it is. I think I think it makes sense. A double in the Bullet Club. A fucking match made in heaven. Way better than than the American Nightmare, if you ask me. Right. Oh yeah. 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 That that actually to me sounds better than um than because they were asking CM Punk to come and be part of the Bullet Club. Yeah. I think A double yep. would be a better fit, and, and I think it gives them a lot of ground to st- stand and say, you know, now I'm with the top people in the world you know now i'm with the top wrestlers wwe wasn't shit you know he'll he'll have his his way to slander and i'll be well could you uh could you imagine a tag team of marty skrull and the greatest man who ever lived austin aries i would fucking love that tag team oh hell yeah i would love that tag team i i you know for those of you who maybe only watch wwe and don't know marty skrull the man is an amazing talent, super talent. Go online, look up any of his matches. You will not be disappointed. Not only that, but he's he's very charismatic and has such a gimmick to him. 
he's another good one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I got that. That just kind of tingled my balls a little bit when I read that. I was like, you know, part of it could just be he didn't get to use the brain buster in WWE, and he's just saying it's going to be awesome to do it again. Part of it could just be, you know, so many wrestlers just like to star up shit and get, you know, and and get people talking. So it might mean nothing, but. It'd be so awesome if it was. Right. If he was going to New Japan Pro Wrestling and joining the Bullet Club. That would be awesome. It'd be great. It'd be great. Especially since um, I'm going to, uh, and again, we'll get to this a little bit later on, but I'm going to say Adam Cole makes an appearance at uh, at NXT Brooklyn 3. Do you think he's going to go to NXT or do you think he's going to pop up at SummerSlam? I think... Um, and maybe I should hold this off till later, but I'm going to blow my load early. It wouldn't be the first time. I think that Adam Cole, now now there's been rumors that there's going to be a new um, uh, ROH click in, in NXT, and I think Adam Cole is going to start that. I think he's going to show up, I think he's going to interfere, and I think he's going to start uh, an uh, ROH click in NXT. You got Roderick Star- Strong, who is literally called Mr. ROH, he's got to be in that click. You know, you got Red Dragon in NXT right now. Um, my my idea, as you know, was to have them be the ones that are effing with the Ascension and take them straight to the main roster, but I'm pretty sure that's not happening. I mean, if you just had Roderick Strong um, and uh, Red Dragon, which is Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, if, some, if any of y'all don't know, you got that tag team with Roderick Strong with Adam Cole as the leader. That's a strong faction right there. That's yeah, a very yeah, strong it is. Faction. Yeah, I know there's, there's so much that could happen right now, and, and we're all teetering on the precipice, and I'm really excited to see what happens. Um, on this note, there's something I must attend to on the other side of the house. I will be right back. Go attend, my loke. Go attend. I'll talk about a few other uh, happenings in the wrestling world. Um, we were all so busy that that we didn't get notes taken. I apologize, folks. I try my best to do my best and be my best. Um, one thing that uh, recently just happened is Southpaw Regional Wrestling. For any of you who have seen the, uh, the, the, you know, they're like shorts almost on YouTube. It's a YouTube-only show. It's produced by WWE. You got superstars in it like Chris Jericho, John Cena, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, uh, Rusev, uh, so many folks. There's a ton of folks. I can't even remember them all that's in it. Um, They had their season one. It was hilarious. Some of the funniest shit ever. They're like five to eight minute shorts. Take the time to watch them. I think there was seven of them or so, maybe eight of them. But season two actually premieres. Yeah, season two actually premieres tomorrow. So it's tomorrow's my one day off this week. I'm fucking watching that. I don't know if it's just going to be the one episode or if it's the whole thing or what they're planning on doing. What are we talking but about? But I am so Southpaw Regional Wrestling season oh, two yes. starts yes. tomorrow. Premieres tomorrow. I'm so excited for that. Oh, um, 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 the 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 Good Brothers. How did I not get Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows? You know, you got a uh, Tex Ferguson. Yes. The man formerly known as Sex, Sex Ferguson. Ferguson. He's on there too. So if you haven't seen it before, go back, rewatch the first season. Because, like I said, there's just a handful of episodes that are like five to eight minutes long. 
short as shit. Um, and they're worth watching, and they're fucking hilarious, and it's mostly improv And the people, you know, I say it's got stars like Cena and Chris Jericho and Fandango and, and Luke Gallows and all that, but they, they don't play them. They play these old Southern 80s wrestlers. It's just hilarious, and it's made to be so cheesy and cheap. Go watch season one if you haven't, and watch it's great. season two. It's so great. There's, I it don't is. think there's very many other words to describe it. It's it's better than most WWE programming. It's fandiferous. It's fandiferous. <laughs> I'm telling you, if they did like a one episode a month, like actual program of this, like pre-recorded and edited to hell, and put Great. it on the network, it could save the network. Just just you know, just a 45 minute episode it doesn't have to be a three hour episode. Yeah. Other news. The Pope D'Angelo De Niro, who's formerly known as Elijah Burke in the WWE, has announced on Twitter that he has left GFW. Um, he was in TNA quite a while ago. He introduced his Pope character, D'Angelo De Niro. I thoroughly loved the Pope character. I thought he was awesome. They started pushing him really big, and then Hogan and Bischoff got in there, and he got pushed down, and then he left. He ended up coming back and doing commentary, and I think he's great on commentary. He does push some people the wrong way, pushes some people's buttons, but that's kind of JBL also. Some people really right. enjoy JBL, and he bothers the shit out of me. Yeah, no, that's that's. I, I feel like that's half your job as as somebody on commentary is to piss people that's off. That's true because they want to argue the with you, and then they listen to you more. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bobby the Brain Heenan, who is probably the best announcer at least in the past 50 years in while he was on there was a lot of people that couldn't stand him you talk to anybody now and everybody loves him everybody but while he was on there was a lot of people that couldn't stand him so yeah uh, pope d'angelo de Niro is gone so this could be good news for pretty much any promotion i think either as an in-ring talent or as an announcer or even as a manager or backstage hand, you know, uh, I think he would be great. I think he would be good in NXT, helping with promos and helping in ring. I don't work. know if I see him going back to the E. I, I could see him in Ring of Honor, potentially. Well, NXT, I'm strictly talking behind the scenes. Like okay. I said, as, as working on promos and in ring work and just trying to help people out down there. Mm. Um, he's not young. He was a young talent when he was younger. He's not younger, and he's not a young talent now. I wouldn't say he's old, but he's not a young talent. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited to see him go somewhere and flourish. Hopefully, yeah. Um, I just I hope that he can continue spreading his knowledge and his talent. I hope he doesn't just end up falling off and nothing. You know. Yeah, we definitely don't want to see that for him. Uh, I'm happy to see him leaving GFW. I I don't stand behind them whatsoever. I mean, I guess they did repeal Albert, Alberto El Patron's championship. So Yeah, that's another news subject we probably should talk about. We could talk about it. We don't have to. We, we don't will. have to. We will. For your sake. Nah, wait. Second thought. Fuck that. We'll talk about it on the Patreon. Pay for it. Come listen to us there. 
Alberto El Patron, Patreon. I mean, it just fits. Patron, no. Patreon. <laughs> right. uh, and I'll drink. I'll drink my Monte Bon tequila. It's still got the worm in the bottom. Ooh, he's tequiling it. Tequiling. Tequila. No, that, that tequila is actually a... not very delicious. It's not very delicious. Tequila itself is not delicious. Yes, it okay. is. Yes, it is. No, no. I got a friend mm. whose wife always tries to get me drunk on that shit, and she does it every now and then. <laughs> and it's just, it's horrible. Horrible stuff. Speaking of tequila and having nothing to do with wrestling... How about old Tila Tequila and her, her old Nazi thing, man? Is she getting is she getting all wet from all this uh, uh, tiki torch action and shit? Like, has anybody <laughs> heard from her lately? No, she was like I super, haven't. She was like super Nazi mode. Do you remember that? Do you, do you know who Tila Tequila is, Loke? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember she was super Nazi mode there? Yep. Yeah, yeah she, she was started talking about for how. Yeah, she was talking about how Hitler was like misunderstood and he was actually like a really great mind and he was trying to do good for the world and then she started taking pictures of her in like Nazi regalia looking all sexy and shit like that. And then she was talking shit about uh Jews and about Israel and, and all this shit. And it's like where where is she now? Where is she? Like I thought she'd have been, you know, brought into the Trump cabinet. You know? She probably Secretary is of Something, Tila Tequila. Secretary of uh, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. <laughs> Tila Tequila. She's smoking. Mexican she's relations. Tequila. She's tequila, and she's got the guns. So there you go. <laughs> alcohol, tobacco, firearms. Tequila. <laughs> smoking. She's got the guns. She. I mean, she's qualified, I guess, if you look at the criteria. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, to be I on Trump's really... cabinet, it doesn't, doesn't take much. I should really look uh, look up and see two things, two things. I should look up and see what the fuck she's up to and see if she has been doing anything recently. And then if I can't find anything, I should just look up some of her porn because, you know, she's fucking hot. I don't care if she's a Nazi sympathizer. I'll jerk <laughs> off to her. She's hot. Well, there you go. Don't do it right now. Hold on, man. Just let me see her. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> She's got the Hitler stash right above the. You know, she got the. She got the. She got the. What? I wonder if there's like fucking uh, neo-Nazi broads that do that. I've never heard of that, but now that you say that, why wouldn't you? If you were a neo-Nazi broad, or even a loke, a neo-Nazi dude, or a broad, why wouldn't you have the Hitler stash right above your genitalia? I agree. If I was, if I was, I would. I got a little curled, I got a little handlebar down there. There you um, go. It's actually, it's a handlebar from a bicycle. I got it around there with a with a belt. But she can hold on, you know, just really. There you go. Do you use more of your mustache wax on that, or is that your own supply? No, no, it's a handlebar, like from a bike. Oh, you just w- welded it on there? It's on Grafted a belt. It? I, I mean, I can take it off. Okay. That would look kind of weird walking around work, I suppose. <laughs> that would be a, would be a trip. <laughs> trip City. Trip City. Ain't watching this podcast. <laughs> I do have to apologize to the viewers because I, I informed them that with our busy schedules, we actually, usually we're like, uh, believe it or not, we're usually prepared 
We usually have some sort of agenda and itinerary that, that we got going on. We don't. So right now I'm, I'm looking some shit up. I'm trying to remember things in my head. You know, like I remembered Southpaw and and, and uh, the Pope. We could, uh, we could definitely talk about Ric Flair for a moment. Woo! Uh, rest in peace, Ric Flair. I mean, no, he's, not dead. <laughs> he's not dead. He just needs to chillax a little bit. He needs, he needs to rest and recover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so speak on it, my son. So last weekend, Ric Flair was admitted to the hospital uh, for a routine maintenance, I guess, something along those lines, and was admitted for the weekend and then placed into a medical coma where, God, who the hell was it? Somebody had said that he had surgery, like the other day on Tuesday, on his colon. I so. But it wasn't his colon, according to his girlfriend. She doesn't know where the internet spun that one up from. But he did go through surgery. He is recovering, but there's a long road ahead. Um, but damn... That stuff is scary, man. I mean, Ric Flair definitely did it to himself with years of drinking and alcohol, or drugs and alcohol abuse. But, you know, you, 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 can't, you can't hate the man for what he did. You gotta love him for who he is. And, and Ric Flair, I know I wish you a very speedy, happy, and decent recovery. Yeah, um, Ric Flair is one of those people, just as we talked about with uh, JBL and Bobby the Brain and all them, there there were people that, that hated him and people that loved him during his wrestling career. But since he's been retired, you should have nothing but respect for the man at this point. And I do, and I hope him the best. Um, I, the man's going to be out there wooing, throwing his jacket on the ground and elbow dropping it pretty damn soon. I already know that. Flair, you can't keep the man down. He's going to be styling. He's going to be profiling. He's going to be wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing. He's going to be all that. Limousine riding, jet flying in no time. He's so a fighter. He's been a fighter his whole life. And good vibes out to the man, Ric Flair. Um, say a quick prayer to Joe Pesci and... Uh, <laughs> And we hope we hope it all goes good for him. I definitely pray to Joe Pesci. You know, I do. Joe bless you, my friend. Joe bless you. Joe bless you. And the man Pesci looks so badass you. nowadays. He does. He <laughs> looks so much better than he did back in fucking Home Alone. Well, yeah, he's just he aged into that gangster role. That's good. He really did. He really looks like he looks like a mob boss now. <laughs> it's pretty badass, actually. Uh, I got some news here that I actually just heard, and it's not surprising, I guess. It is surprising uh, who it's coming from, considering uh, this person is still contracted with the WWE, although she's not currently wrestling. Brie Bella has stated in an interview... Uh, an interview on Barstool Sports that she says Daniel Bryan will wrestle again, even if it's not for WWE. Yeah, one she way says, or another. She says she told Bryan, whose real name is Bryan Danielson, folks. 
She told Brian, you have a daughter, so always remember that. But if the doctors give you the green light, go for it. It's your dream and it's your passion. Um, recently, uh, and this made headlines, and I, I think we touched on it on Beef Sticks, but we might not have at the time. I do not remember. Um, a while back, Daniel Bryan, who is still contracted to WWE, uh, posted a thing when Cody Rhodes won the Ring of Honor world title. He posted a tweet saying, side note, if you hold the Ring of Ta- Ring of Honor title 462 days, I may have to come after you, which would be 9-28-18. Be forewarned. Hashtag final countdown. Um, he, he wrote that to Cody Rhodes, and that's around the time that his WWE contract may be expiring. So some people are thinking that maybe the date that his uh, WWE contract expires. So, I mean, he's... And he's done it for a long time. He's flirted with wrestling again for other organizations on Talking Smack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he just he throws it right out there, and he does it where people can see it. So Vince definitely knows what he's saying. And, you know, it got Talking Smack canceled, potentially. <laughs> so, so Vince saw it. <laughs> right. Speaking of that, we should mention that... Uh, Renee Young and, and Brian Danielson have officially announced that Smacking Talk has been canceled. WWE canceled Smacking Talk. Yeah. We all saw that coming, though. When they <laughs> when they totally blew the Kurt Angle, uh, Jason Jordan storyline out of the water. Like, yeah, we knew I, there was going to be some repercussions. Yeah, we know for a fact that they both are in the shithouse for that. Oh, yeah. They are. I'm sorry, but they are both in the shithouse for that one. That was basically just really going out there and saying, WWE, hey, guess what? We still have balls. Renee Young has balls. She's got woman balls, and she hangs them on her chest. Woman balls. On the chest. Jim Cornette returned at GFW this week. I'm Jim Cornette, motherfucker. Said he was asked to help fix Global Force Wrestling. Man, this shit just started, they already need Cornette to come fix it. <laughs> they should hire Russo too and see what happens. That'd be some good, good writing between those two. Just you know what? If you just just take all the Russo, hatred between the two men and turn it into storylines, you know that's all you just need. Just put Russo and Cornette in the main event of your next pay per view, <laughs> and you got your gold. You know how many buy rates you're getting there? I'd go watch that live. Oh yeah, put it at, make it be an unsanctioned match. You know. Anything goes. Unsanctioned. With um, with Bruce Pritchard in a shark cage. Wasn't he the one that gave him the cell phone that one time? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Bruce Pritchard gave him the cell phone. <laughs> to call up Vince Russo. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good times. Good times. Good times. Jim Cornette, GFW. Well, you know, I mean, honestly... It couldn't hurt, but I don't like that they're throwing so many old they're throwing so many old school wrestling minds into this that I can just see it going into another WCW sort of deal. You got Jeff Jarrett, who I think is is more talented than most folks do, but he comes from in the the Southern Independence back from his dad's federation. I mean, Jerry Jarrett ran wrestling down south for many years. Before uh, Jeff and Jerry both joined um, Jim Crockett Promotions, which turned to WCW. 
You got Bruce Pritchard in there. Bruce Pritchard is an old Southern wrestler. I mean, hell, his, his gimmick in WWE was Brother Love. Right. Love you got Brother him Love. in there. You got, uh, so now you got Jim Cornette, as well as uh, how many other old school wrestlers that are Jeff Jarrett's friends. It's like, you know, at one point you had Billy Corgan, a beautiful mind, a super creative man who literally, who literally built a um, brand, who literally built his own brand. You had him in your head creative. And you fucking got rid of him for all these old fucking wrestling dudes. I hope like hell that Billy Corgan takes the NWA and just fucking rapes GFW in the ass with it. Oh, yeah. I hope that the NWA becomes the new number three promotion. I think it stands a strong chance of doing it. Corrigan basically dragged TNA back from the edge. He did. And he ran his own wrestling organization for quite a while before that. Um, it was a Colorado. What was, what was that? I'm trying to think of it. It was a Colorado wrestling organization. One second. For some reason, I want to say it starts. With, what was it? Uh, was it Revolution Pro Wrestling? I want to say it was Revolution Pro Wrestling, but I could be making that up because there is a Rev Pro in um in England, so I could be making that up. Um, but yeah, he ran his own wrestling organization before Resistance he even joined. Pro. Is that right? Resistance. Yeah, yes, there you go. Resistance wrestling. There you go. So he, I mean, and that was just a that was just an indie. But he did. He ran it, and it was quite a big indie. It was it was up there with with a lot of the other big indies. Um. So I hope I haven't heard anything new about NWA for quite a while. But if he's smart, he's taking his time, and he's just investing and he's building, and he's growing, and he's putting time and money and thoughts and creativity into it and getting good people. And if he's smart, he holds off for over a year and just puts out a beautiful finished product. He's a musician. He's used to to building something for over a year before releasing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know exactly what I mean, Pacey. You can spend how long on one album before you've, you've fully molded it into the statue? <laughs> Glad I've been a music- musician since high school. I still don't have my own album out. Maybe it'll happen <laughs> someday. Maybe I'll just retire to, to broadcasting. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. All I know is I'm sticking with the entertainment because I love it. I love getting to connect with you guys and, and just just make this magic that only comes a couple times in a lifetime, you know? The only two people I've ever, ever been able to work with on a level like this is you and strategy. And, and I think all three of us are just are just uh, bright souls. I'm not saying bright minds, not saying that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but very bright <laughs> souls, I think, all three of us. And I think we, I think bright souls kind of find each other, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't Maybe I'm just getting lovey-dovey and shit. Getting all sappy. Are you getting sauced already, Fat Mac? I'm feeling like uh, I'm feeling like like Rick Sanchez to Noob Noob. <laughs> God, that was such a good episode. I was laughing my ass off the whole time. I'm like, yes, yes. It's finally it's finally getting into that 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 gear that because I, I I don't know the the first couple episodes were good, but they didn't hit that spot for me. 
Maybe it's so, just because I haven't watched them a hundred times like I have all the other episodes. I'm maybe. sure that could be the case. So but, I've cracked the seal. So let's let's get on this Rick and Morty season four for a little bit, folks. We'll get back to wrestling. Se- season three. So let's get on. Or three. three You're jumping season, ahead. Season four, we're We've on. went into we're the future, on. folks. <laughs> um, do you want to start uh, with four and go backwards or one and go forwards? I, we can start at the beginning. I mean, yeah. Let's do that. Um, yeah, let's do it. Shonies. Shonies. They bring Shonies up uh, at least one other time this season. I'm hoping Shonies is a reoccurring place. Um, I liked one thing I really liked about episode one was it was very it was good Rick because it got very emotional, and that at the end it threw all that fucking emotion into the damn garbage. It fucking hit it in the disposal. It took it out of the disposal, threw it in the toilet, pissed on it, and flushed it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly the Rick way of being. That's my with, Rick. With everything, yes. It was a good episode. No, I, I really liked it. Uh, God, McDonald's brought back Szechuan sauce for Justin Roiland. Yeah, just for that. Yeah, then it's going to be going public, is my understanding. Somebody just bought it off of Roiland, too. Hang on, let me... Consult the I actually seen something about that on Facebook. Um, they were actually they they I think they videoed themselves trying it. I'm still going on record that Szechuan sauce sucks, and it was just Rick's made up memory or made up uh, uh, imagination that made it delicious. I think it was. Um, if for anybody who doesn't know, um, if you're a Rick and Morty fan and haven't seen it, or if you're not a Rick and Morty fan, the end of season two. He got arrested by the intergalactic government. The beginning of season three, he's sitting in Shoney's, which is a uh, Perkins-type restaurant, eating dinner with his family. He asks his son-in-law to fold himself in half 14 times, <laughs> but he can only do it seven times. <laughs> yes, folks, he folded himself in half seven times. Come to find out it's a simulation from uh, an alien uh, uh, you know, government. And they're trying to find out the secret to Rick's portal gun, which we've kind of assumed going into this, but until this episode, it never was truly revealed that that's the one thing that kind of sets Rick's C-137 off from everything else in the galaxy, is he seems to be the only one that has this portal gun with the ability to jump seamlessly from dimension to dimension. Other things seem to be able to jump dimension to dimension, but not as easily as he does, not like a handheld device. Would you I agree with me? I got my portal right please? here. I can jump from dimension to dimension. Um, so that that's kind of the thing. He takes him on this, this voyage. Um, Pasty pointed out on my Fantastic Fables that he actually takes him to uh, Heisenberg's house from Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. I mean, it, it, it totally uh, fits the bill, too. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, and by the end of the episode, you find out that not only was Rick making all this stuff up in his head and this wasn't happening, but he infiltrated. This was his plan from the beginning. This is the reason he got arrested was so that he could infiltrate the Galactic Federation and not only take them down, but take down the Citadel of Rick's, which is a bunch of other hymns that have got together to stop him. So in just this first episode, he literally took out 
his two biggest threats. Going into this season, he's threatless. There's there's nothing. He is the Alpha Omega Almighty at this point. Would right? Yeah. Right? As far as we know. As far as we know, I mean, there's always Evil Morty. There's always Evil Morty. And I think we're going to see a comeback from him this season. I think it has to call him back. I think he's got to be a reoccurring kind of villain. Uh, the likes of like a, a serious sideshow Bob. Yeah, yeah, with, with, without the rakes. Yeah. Maybe the cigarette-smoking guy? Do you catch that reference, Pasty, or no? No. X-Files, X-Files. The cigarette-smoking guy, he was always around. He always caused trouble. He didn't like Fox Mulder. He was always kind of the one behind all the shenanigans. Okay. Untouchable, untouchable, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got to admit right here, right now, I've never actually had the time to sit down and watch The X-Files. I've watched the movie. I've owned the movie. I've watched episodes here and there, but I never sat down and watched it, even though it's been at my fingertips. Sorry, world. It's what it is. I can't watch everything. Um, So, and then at the end of season, or season three, episode one, we find out that, again, Rick really doesn't give a shit about Summer or Morty. Oh, and we gotta talk about season one, they actually revisit the Cronenberg universe. The original yes. C-137. Well, I guess it's still C-137, but... Yeah. Um, but he, he saves Summer and Morty, but he admits that he only saved them because Beth wouldn't take him back. Beth's his daughter, their mother. She wouldn't take him back if he didn't bring them back. He convinces her to divorce Jerry, who was always a thorn in his side because Jerry wanted to get rid of uh, Rick all the time. He got rid of the Galactic uh, uh, Empire. He got rid of... The Citadel of Ricks. Basically, he's like, Morty, I fucking took care of everything and fucked it all up. And if you say anything, I'll fucking kill you, man. (laughs) He has a good little rant, but I don't have it memorized. It's you and me, Morty. Eight more seasons. (laughs) Or seven more seasons, Morty. Uh, I love that he called back to that, too. Like... That's yeah, funny. from the the end of episode one of season one. Yeah, and it's it's almost it's like almost shot for shot the same, and even the wording is so similar. Uh, um, so there better be more that, than seven more seasons, though, or I'll be sad. Rick and Morty forever. Rick and Morty Adventures dot com. <laughs> Thousand years, Rick and Morty. Bring us into episode two, Loke. Oh, man. Episode two was the Mad Max throwback. It was good shit. It was good shit. What was it? The kids kids just wanted to get away from the drama in the house? Was that what it was? Why they left? That was literally it. Their dad shows up, ironically, in the same tow truck that Jerry had set up for Rick in the very first episode when he's trying to kick Rick out. <laughs> it's the U-Tow truck, and it's the exact yep. same one from that episode. So he tried to kick Rick out and had the U-Tow truck, and now Rick's fucking got him out into the U-Tow truck. It's kind of that really good... It's that shit that Royland and fucking Harmon are good at just putting in the back Yeah, that I didn't catch it the first time. You gotta catch it three or four times to catch all of it. I love it. 
Oh yeah, like like when Summer shot through the roof of the garage and they patched it up in a later episode. Yeah, or like when the yeah. house was or, teleported away or lifted up and yep, then set down and the, the cracks still in the foundation. I love it. I love it. So, it's what the show needs. It's what the show needs. And you got to watch for those things to be missing cuz that's when you know you're in a different universe. It's what WWE needs and it's called continuity. <laughs> right. Oh my god. They can't even stick with Baron Corbin's theme song. His new theme song sucks, by the way. It's it's I don't nah. even know that I know it. It's it's just bad. It's just bad. And then what's so, with Seth Rollins with adding the Burn it down! screaming to his theme song? I mean I get for like interrupting somebody, it, it's catchy. You know what it is? You you didn't catch what it is? Hmm. It's a direct tie into two K fucking eighteen Loke. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, because that promo video. There you go. That, that's I guess that all makes it sense. is. That's all it is is to sell <laughs> fucking video games. They added that fucking burn it down just to sell video games. Oh, my God. Did you see <laughs> did Roman Reigns tweet this week about how there's a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion, but he's not part of it? He's, no, he's was not he a, sad or was he happy? He, it, it, it was hashtag not a happy dog, hashtag not a sad dog, hashtag just a lonely <laughs> dog. <laughs> Just a lonely That's, dog. I actually like that. I, I got to admit, I actually like that. <laughs> Just a lonely dog. <laughs> it's good stuff. I, I have a feeling that after SummerSlam, he'll be thrown back with them. Somehow, some way, it's going to happen. You can't have a Shield that. reunion without the Shield there. I I still thinking that. Well, we had talked about it. I think you even brought it up. I'm still thinking that. Dean turns on Seth and turns heel. I don't think there's going to be a full Shield reunion. I think it's Dean's heel turn. Or was it you and I talking about that? Or yeah, yeah, we 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 had discussed that. But now they're lined up to take on the tag team champions, and I have a feeling they're going to get it. I, I, think, I mean, it could I, still I end Dean with Dean turn- turning on him, but they already did that. Will they? Won't they? Bullshit. So we should be over and done with that now. I think. Should we? Yes. Are we going to be? No! <laughs> One more time, I have some business to attend to. This better be the last time I have to attend to All this right. business. I'm going to talk about I'm gonna talk about Pickle Rick then, okay? If you don't Pickle mind. Pickle Rick! Go for it. Love All you right. lots. So, uh, episode three. Well, we didn't even really talk about the, uh, the damn Mad Max episode. So, I'm not talking about Pickle Rick. Fuck you! Um, we got to go back to the, to the Mad Max episode. First of all, I'm going to actually say out of the first four episodes, this is my favorite so far. This one is my favorite. I actually liked the jokes they had. They were fewer and they were farther between. I'll admit that. But there was a shit ton of action. Shit ton of action. So much murder in this episode. It's awesome. And you would expect that. From a Road Warrior, Mad Max, Fury Road. Uh, we were on Fury Road at the Galactic Get Down, folks. We were there. We were we were right off of Wubble Up Dub Drive and fucking Fury Road and uh, Warp Drive. They were all here like this. And they were. So believe me when I tell you, I never got to pickle lick. Pickle lick. I never you got never to pickle lick. Pickle, pickle Rick. <laughs> No, I I, feel, I, I re- realized we never even talked about the fucking Mad Max episode, so uh, I was talking about that. So anyways, um, this is my favorite of the first four episodes so far this season. 
the, and the reason is there's some yeah because there's so much act there is less jokes i admit that way less jokes than than a lot of the other ones but so much action so much blood and guts and murder and there is a ton of character development. We get to see Summer literally live out her parents' relationship within the course of this episode and sort of realize what it's like. We get to see Morty realize that he has to deal with this shit instead of pushing it off. We got fucking robot Morty realizing he wants to run through a creek and taste ice cream instead of just letting it slide <laughs> down his throat. Um, so much character development. Um, and if uh, I, I don't know, did you catch the WWE references in this episode, Loke? You said you haven't watched them over and over. I have. I've watched them tons of times so far. There's two WWE references that I know of in this episode. And they take place in the same place, but two different scenes. What ones are they? So when he's in the the Blood Dome, which is their Thunder Dome, uh, Morty, for those of you who don't know, to cause a dis- distraction, Rick absorbs muscle memory from a giant arm and puts it into Morty's arm. So he's got this huge arm, but this arm actually remembers uh, its past owner or whatever and has memories from its past owner. It's really weird, freaky Twilight Zone shit. The shit we love on Rick and Morty. That's oh, yeah. another thing I love is the story arc from the arm. Mm-hmm. But when he's in the Blood Dome, he's kicking people's ass, and when he's done beating up like three of them or whatever, the uh, the arm does the, oh, this is perfect for fucking uh, video. This is perfect for our first day of video. Right. The arm does the Hulk Hogan. Uh, oh. <laughs> and it does that a few times. Then later on, um, he gets he's this is after a bunch of other things, and he goes back and he's killing a bunch of people, and he smashes this dude's head in, and he's like, "Who else wants to come in here and take the place of my pussy father?" And his arm goes. It <laughs> <laughs> does the scene of you can't see me. So uh, I mean, even that right there is just awesome. I love the fact they throw in those wrestling references. Um. And, and you know, and I think there's a lot of character development in this one episode. And anybody who's a Mad Max fan, every single fucking second, like if you pause, 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 every second of every fucking cell, you'll see something in the background from one of the fucking 50 Mad Max movies. A character or a fucking device or a Thunderdome or a vehicle you know, and they say lines from Thunderdome and from fucking Fury Road and all this. So it's pretty awesome, I think. Um, that's my take on it. I know this is some a lot of people's least favorite episodes. A lot of people hated this episode. And I understand it. It's not, well, not everybody's into Mad Max for starters. A what? lot of people are. Hey, a lot I have I haven't watched any of them. Not one. That's rough, dude. That's a sin. You know it's a sin. You know it's a sin? Let's talk about your Dark Tower movie. How'd that do at the box office? Uh, I don't know, but to be fair, that movie is not a movie about the books. No. Let's just put it's, that out there right now. Supposedly, it's setting up a universe and they're going to have a TV show based off of the right. series. But the movie itself was only an hour and a half, and that does not do it yeah, justice it was, to any Stephen King book. Short. 
Holy shit. You couldn't get me to go to the theater for an hour and a half movie unless it was something for my kids. Dude, and this is for a book series that's literally eight books long. And I mean, like, books, not books. Right. Books. Like, real-ass books. This is, hold on, we got video. I'll be right back. Like one of these, but not this book. Woo! Stephen King is the king of writing long, drawn-out novels. And trust me, I know. Read The Stand, the unabridged version. He's off again, folks. I think this is the Yuri Nation. Now we got him on video. I just heard you as I was walking up say something about the stand, so I was going to put it in comparison. People, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic fables listeners might think I make up a lot of this shit. Because I make up a lot of shit, I do. But I am a huge Stephen King fan. I do read a lot. This is the Dark Tower book. This is literally how thick that fucking book is. So, you know, this is the largest of the Dark Tower series, but all the books, except for the first one, are super thick. Mm -hmm. So you got eight of those fucking books you put into an hour and a half movie. Now, we talked about The Stand. I told folks in, uh, in Fantastic Fables that I have the original uncut unabridged the stand which i do oh yeah see the complete now you compare these two books in size and uh that's what i'm talking about that's a very uh large large book you got eight of these fucking books that you're gonna comprise into a fucking hour and a half movie it is not the Dark Tower. It is a movie that includes characters from the Dark Tower. Honestly, after after Dark Tower coming out and bombing as hard as it did, I don't even want to go see it anymore. I think it is going to be shit. I hope not. You know, but I just let's the, face it: Stephen King movies or books never translate into movies well. Not in comparison to the book. I mean, if you keep yourself separated from the books completely and never read a book in your life, maybe, but uh, I don't think so. Those are still few and far between. Yeah, those are few and far between. There are a handful of good movies from Stephen King books. The Shining, probably the best of them. Which is the furthest from the book. to do with the book. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) has the least to do with the book. In fact... If you folks want to see Stephen King actually put out a Shining movie in the 90s, his version from his book, it's not a good movie. The reason <laughs> you don't know about it is you should speak volumes. I didn't think, um, uh, what was it, Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher made an okay movie. A lot of people hated it, but I love that they gave the, the aliens uh, British voices while he was in his head. That's, that's so great. If... If it was a good movie, it's because you haven't read the book. I read the book afterwards. Uh, but did you? I yeah. I really hated it. Um, I guess, you know what really bothered me the most? Is that I bought the DVD. They had the original ending and two alternate endings. None of the fucking endings are the ending from the book. 
you're gonna have that many endings at least fucking have one be the ending from the book especially when the ending from the book was better than those three endings <laughs> at least have one of the fucking three come on uh, uh yeah stephen king books are just well books in general are hard to adapt to a film genre yeah, well, you're um, always going to have people complaining because you're never going to get every detail out of the book. Never. The mediums just don't mesh well together. Books are so much psychological and movies are so much visual. They're two different mediums. Yeah. It's like turning a song into a fucking movie. How do you turn a song into a movie or how do you turn a song into a book? It's literally the same thing. Mm-hmm. Turn a, turn a Turn a painting into a movie. You know? Yeah, media doesn't translate well. Books should just stay books. And, I mean, movie producers, go ahead and take inspiration from them. But don't, I don't know, don't do that shit. Okay, so, we've gotten real off the... the we do that. We do that a lot. If you guys are new to B-Sticks Podcast because of YouTube, go head over to our Spreaker and check out some of our episodes. Because we can't stay on track for the life of us. And it's really good. I think it's a really good thing. I can't do that. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. Shit. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I just clicked over to the YouTube page, and it's on a far enough lag that it really screws with my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I tried to have it up so I could look at the live chat, but nobody's talking in the live chat anyway. That's what I was just going to do is check out the live chat, and I was like, whoa. We're talking about we're talking about robot Morty in the fucking right. creek right now. Whoa. You put it up, and then we just <laughs> start happening. watching ourselves and not not doing the podcast. Um, but so so to bring us kind of back because I do this on Fables all the time. We all get off on different because because the world is different paths and roads and branches and shit, and that's how it works and that's how it is. But we bring ourselves back to the roots, and that's how we nourish and grow. So for those of you who uh, who like reading. And for those of you who like wrestling, I cannot strongly recommend enough two books. One being A.J. Mendez or A.J. Lee from WWE. Her book, which is, um, um, oh shit, I know it too. It's crazy. Um, crazy is my, crazy is my talent or crazy is my superpower. I'm saying it wrong. I'm fucking it up. Anyways, I think crazy is my my superpower. That is a great, great read. And I'm telling you, it's a great, great read, especially because of her life growing up and before WWE. If you have any family members who have any sort of, um, any sort of, I don't want to say mental disabilities, but any sort of uh, mental conditions, whether it's ADHD, whether it's depression, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's whatever it may be, super good read. You're not alone. Um, she she went through a lot in her life. It's it's a beautiful story um, with a tragic beginning that blossomed into an amazing uh, person, career, life. The other one would be uh, Justin Roberts' book. Justin Roberts used to be a uh, ring announcer for WWE, uh, announcer for WWE, his book has a lot of insight into WWE and tells you a lot about uh, some of the going on, some of the gimmicks, the backstage stuff, Vince McMahon, JBL, a lot on JBL. 
Uh, it's just a really unique tell-all look from behind the scenes that doesn't seem to really be trying to just start controversy. There's a lot of things that'll get you like, woo. But there's a lot of things that are just like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that either. It doesn't seem like he's just trying to poke bears. Seems like he's literally just telling his story. I recommend those two books strongly, very strongly. And I have to recommend the only wrestling book I have ever read, and that would be The Rock's autobiography. <laughs> yes. How? How? Which one is that? Hang on. I don't remember. It was fuck, back in middle school when I read it. Oh, so it's an older one. Well, these are all newer books. I'm trying to give them some new shit, man, to fucking... <laughs> well, it was good. It was, it was The Rock Says. Oh, yeah. It was a good book. He talks about how he lost his virginity and and his, his high school career oh. and sports and how he never thought he would be a wrestler. But it just turned out to be that way. And, yeah, it's, it's a damn good book. It was a, it was a good I read. Would, it's kind of a long I book, would like but, to... You would like to uh, I would like stroke to your that. beard. It'd be interesting. Uh... Yeah, I want to say I read Mankind's I'd Have a Nice like Day. To, too. Does he have a lot? I read Mankind's. Uh, God, what was his first one? Was it Have a Nice Day? Yeah, I, ha- I read his first book, his very first book, and it had the chart of all the broken bones in the back that he'd ever had. Oh, maybe not. Because this cover is is the smiley face with the leather mask and him in front of it. It might have been. Like I said, in the back it has the chart of, of all his broken bones. I don't know. It might have been Have a Nice Day. It might have been Three Faces. I don't remember. Um, I'd like to read if... Does Rock say a lot about the Anoa'i family in that? Yeah. yeah or not really. About, no, he talks does quite he? a bit about family life, yeah. <clears throat> that would be neat. Um, yeah, an, no, an older book that read. I would recommend. What was that? I said it was definitely a good read. Another older book I would recommend also is Hulk Hogan's uh, My Life Outside the Ring. Um, the first page starts out with Hulk Hogan in the bathroom with a fucking gun in his mouth, ready to just blow himself up. Um, and it kind of then it kind of circles back to explain how he got there. And then it gets back to that point and then where he went from there. It's really deep. You want to talk about deep, it's really fucking deep. Um, and if you want to respect uh, Hulk Hogan more, I think any of these books, AJ Lee, Justin Hulk Hogan's, and I'm sure The Rocks, if you actually want to appreciate these wrestlers more and respect them a little more, these books are awesome to read just to get inside their mind and their soul a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, buddy, we have about 45 minutes left till we hit our two-hour window. I think we should maybe get into some predictions because these tend to take a while when it comes to us. I think we get more sidetracked here than any other place. <clears throat> Funk yeah, motherfucker, as Terry start Funk would say. Should we start with TakeOver? We should because that goes, man. Um, do we want to start uh, Johnny Gargano versus Alamos? Hmm. 
See, I haven't been watching TNA lately, but I think I can still guess my way through this. You know, uh, at, at yeah, worst, TNA it's... doesn't exist anymore. It's I mean, called I mean... GFW, but oh. I think you're talking about NXT. Yeah, NXT. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here trying to get through web pages and shit and stumbling over my words. Classic pasty white. Um, I'm gonna say CM takes it. I like him better. Um, I'm going. Uh, I'm going CN. Um, he's the heel in this. Uh, Mr. Wrestling Johnny Gargano or Johnny Wrestling Johnny Gargano. Um, you know he. They really missed out with Champa getting injured right before they split up, because that's the mm. match that should be on this card. Is Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Um, and that would be a better match than this. Um, to me, this is a throwaway match, but with two extremely talented individuals. And with this being NXT, you know, in WWE, they say when you're on the undercard, try to underperform. We don't want you topping the big guys. NXT isn't like this. These are two extremely, extremely talented individuals. I am probably the one of the biggest uh, Johnny wrestling fans in the world. In fact, maybe five, six years ago, I would have told you he was the greatest wrestler in the world at the time. But I'm going San Almas. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a good match. It's going to be a good match. Uh, NXT Brooklyn especially never disappoints. Johnny Wrestling, he's 100. Johnny Wrestling, he's 100. It's going to happen. The chance is going to happen. It's going to be raucous and uproarious. Rocious. Rocious. Gotta bust out the big words. Uh, Alistair Black versus Hideo Itami. Mm. What do you think? Let's let's talk about what do you think of Hideo Itami as a heel? I have, or have you seen much of this? I have not seen any of it, actually. Uh, lately, I don't know. I, the talent pool is good, but it's not good enough for me to add another hour of wrestling to my week. Um... I'm still trying to get through through uh, the G1 day one, to be honest. You know what you got to do? G1, every match is amazing, but just go through and find, like, the top ten matches, Loke. Don't go and watch every day. <laughs> because it is. If, if I it's, had what, all like, the time It's all, the world, almost five hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I had all the time in the world, I would love to sit down and watch every single match of the G1. But go down, find the top ten, top five list, and go and watch that, low. Because you're gonna, you're, you're gonna get, it's gonna become a chore, and you're not gonna enjoy it anymore. That's okay. what's gonna happen. Yeah, this will be my it's first year following the G1 climax. So, yeah, folks, this may be the first time he actually got someone else to climax. It's very possible. I'm just saying. I mean, I faked it all the time, Loke. I'm sorry. So did I. I just screamed, shook a little, and then spit on your ass. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sad. It's sad that I've had to do that in the past. Not to you, Loke, I'm just saying. Right. You got to do that every now and then. It's just like, it's not happening. Right. It's not happening. Not finishing. And I want to get done. And women get come offended. Come on, come on. I got to watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. And they'll get offended, you know. It's like I don't get offended if she doesn't come. I don't right. get offended at all. 
but they get offended if you don't come. They're like, it's you know what? It's that fucking sexist shit. It's that <laughs> right. that fucking uh, uh, double sexism, reverse sexism shit. There you like go. they're allowed to not come, but if we don't come, it's bad. Oh, why didn't you come? What's wrong? Wasn't it? You know what, bitch? I was tired. I had a long day. I had one too many fucking drinks. I don't know. Take your pick. You're you don't know me. I, don't know. I just wanted to fucking. I was just done. I was done. <laughs> I had fun. It was cool. I didn't climax, but I enjoyed myself. It was good. I enjoyed the show. <laughs> See you later. I you know, but no, they don't take that. So you right gotta just here. pull out. You pull out and you just <laughs> you give them a little spit. You give, you can't be audible. You can't yeah, don't be make sounds. You gotta don't work it out before. Just yeah, get a gotta, drool going. Get a drool. Yeah, yeah. You gotta work it up before you pull it out. Get it, get it ready. Get it in your cheek like a little chipmunk. You get it right in there. You get it pulled out. And you pull it out and then you just oh, but don't do it right away. They know better. They know better. You do that oh, oh. You know. Just grab the lotion bottles. <laughs> I don't the, do lotion, man. I do Tabasco. I do Tabasco. ghost pepper, sriracha. I put it on sriracha everything. And honey and graham crackers. We already went over this last fucking week. <laughs> honey and graham crackers. Put a fucking uh, chocolate syrup and a fucking marshmallow in that. <laughs> you know, uh, folks. If you didn't see last week, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. You need to go check it out. It's in the archives on Spreaker Radio. And you can't even see it because we didn't have video then. No, but you can listen to it, and it's amazing, and it's a great story, and it's all about making um, s'mores in inappropriate places, or appropriate, depending on your views. Your personal uh, so preference. Did, did we ever get to Alistair Black and Hideo Tommy, Or did we just get off on a fucking... We went off um, on a tangent. We got to it. You said the match. We just... <laughs> nobody picked anything. You said, what do you think of Hideo Tommy as a heel? And I'm like, I haven't been watching. So let's talk about this. Right. <laughs> and that's how it works on B-Sticks Podcast. Um, no, I think Hideo Tommy's time is over and I, uh, Alistair Black is my dude. Although I hate when, when wrestlers have a great gimmick like he does with the bouncing, flipping off the ropes, and then sitting down. I hate when they do that every single match because it really kills right. it. Like, holy shit. Fast. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes me really appreciate that Finn Balor now only does the, the paint maybe twice a year. You know what I mean? But he doesn't change up his wrestling style. That bothers me. Yeah. The Demon and Finn Balor should wrestle two different ways. They can be similar. It doesn't have to be like this, but it should be like this. Yeah. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. Regular Finn Balor should be more technical. And the demon should just be more more brute force kind of shit. But it's hard because he's kind of a smaller guy. But he could he could save certain moves to only use as the demon, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah. The demon should definitely have its own like finishing move set, like completely different yeah. from from Finn Balor's. I, I agree he there. Have, he should have a hold and like a finishing move and a top the rope move that he only does when he's painted the f up. That'd be great. That would be epic. And they should do it. Um, Who knows? Maybe we'll get something like that this Sunday when he fights Bray Wyatt at SummerSlam. So so you're going Alistair, eh? Yes. Um, I I don't know where you're coming with this Hideo's time is up because I don't know that Hideo's had his time yet. Both times he started to do anything, he got injured, went on the Exactly. Back That's why his time is up. He got injured. Um, he got injured again. 
and he's going to get injured again at SummerSlam or at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. <laughs> NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. I I don't I don't think they have faith in Hideo Itami. I know I, I don't. don't know what they're doing with Alistair Black yet. Alistair Black is going to be so, what Baron Corbin should have been. And I feel like as soon as Alistair Black makes it to the main roster, Bray Wyatt's going to disappear. Because, Alistair Black can be a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know that WWE knows what he should be. I'm going Hideo Itami. Okay. 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 Uh, tag Team Championship. Tag NXT. Team Author Rope. AOP versus SAY. Yes, folks, the authors of Pain versus Sanity. Now, this would be Alexander Wolf and uh, uh, Murder Bloodhorn. Oh. Well, you can't Murder call Blood that Sanity. <laughs> um. Are, it depends. The are, fucker's name. What is Murdered Kilgrave's name again? I always forget the fucker's name. <laughs> I don't know. Killian. Uh, Killian. Um, it's Killian. Uh, fuck. Killian. Anyways, yeah. I, I can't stand the fucker. Go ahead. <laughs> AOP are champions, FYI. Uh, AOP or Sanity, you mean? Killian Dane is his name. There you go. Yes. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, well, it depends on if Eric Young is at ringside or not. That's what it depends on. I'm going to say since he doesn't have a match, he is going to be. That then, I, That's a guess, but I'm going to say since he doesn't have a match on the card, they could throw him in. They could throw a match in that we aren't prepared for. There are only five matches, but it is only two hours long. But two hours for five matches is also pretty long. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, I think if Aaron Young, Aaron, Eric Young is at ringside, I definitely think that uh, Sanity will take it. Authors of Pain aren't very entertaining. They're big guys who do damage, but eh, doesn't mean much Paul to me Paul Ellering. Anymore. Paul Ellering is the Paul Heyman to the author of Pain's Brock Lesnar. Not entertaining, but to get the job done. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because him as a manager, he still doesn't speak very much. He never has anything to say, really. But he managed the Road Warriors. He doesn't have to speak. He's a fucking manager. Yes, he does. <laughs> right, right. He speaks for the people who can't speak because they're, they're focused on wrestling and not talking. Right. I'm sick of the internet. They're like, oh my god, he's a legend. He, 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 he managed the Road Warriors. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, he kind of does. If he's going to sell tickets, he has to do something. I'm (laughs) sorry. He can't just book their hotel rooms and fucking buy their food for them. He has to fucking do something on air that we can fucking see. I don't, I don't, I shouldn't have to take my shades off and fucking look around. Yeah. So what do you got? I interrupted you. I'm sorry. I went on a tangent. Uh, I'm going to say sanity takes it. It's Sanity's time, and Sanity was the first actual video reveal for WWE 2K18, so I think that means big things in their future. <laughs> technical difficulties there for a second. Um, Yeah, you know what? I'm going with Sanity. 
AOP's had it for quite a while. I think AOP is coming up in the shakeup that's going to be shortly after SummerSlam. Because fucking WWE needs tag teams. They've literally split up almost every fucking tag team. And I think AOP fills Whoa. that spot very well. Did you see that very smoke well. come out of my microphone? That was awesome. <laughs> You're smoking. Special but effects, I think, yo. <laughs> I think AOP is going up to the main roster, so they should lose it. Um, I don't want to see... I don't... I'm not a big fan of uh, of Kilgrave Murder Child and Alexander <laughs> Wolf. I'm not. No, uh, I'm a I'm a big Eric Young fan. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think this is I, I this could have been a good gimmick for him. I don't think it's working out. And maybe it's Eric Young at this point. Maybe we have to say it's Eric Young because I can think of 75 gimmicks where I was like, it should work out for Eric Young. But it doesn't. <laughs> and every time I blame the writers. Every time. But after 75 fucking tries, where's right. the one that fucking works? Where's right. the one that works? Maybe you'd it's think, Eric You'd think Young. one company would be like, fine, come up with your own gimmick. You know? Right? Be what you want to be. He's talented as shit, but he just doesn't seem to have whatever it takes to connect. Like that it. Like that on-air... Whatever it is, he doesn't have it. And you can't say it's because he's Canadian. Because look at Kevin Owens. Look at Bobby Roode. Look at Chris Jericho. Look at Tyler Breeze. All of these motherfuckers have it. They're Canadian as fuck. Look at Jinder Mahal. He's Canadian as fuck. He doesn't have it. (laughs) (laughs) But he is Canadian as fuck. And he's the champion. Yes, he Uh, is. Yeah, I'll... I'll give you Sanity. I think Sanity takes it. I don't want them to, but I think they do. Yeah. It's time for a change. It's time for a change. All right, Obama. Shovel your fucking pro-left conspiracy shit somewhere else. Don't make me light up my citronella fucking candles. (laughs) Go munch it with some tiki torches. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Man, we had so many tiki torches my- at our site at the Galactic Get Down. I feel terrible. Hashtag ban tiki torches. My uh, my favorite fucking thing was that fucking white supremacist who fucking ran down the fucking white broad at the fucking at the goddamn uh, demonstration or whatever the fuck it was. Like that's my favorite thing. I just have to laugh like hell. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at anybody's murder, but that was funny. My favorite thing, I, I saw a video of, of one white supremacist. I think it might have been one of the guys who lost his job for being a Nazi. But he's right. all like on YouTube and he's crying about how everybody's trying to ruin his life. And their movement is about <laughs> nonviolence. And then it cuts to, like, scenes of him saying, yeah, we're perfectly equipped to fight. I'm ready to fight. I've been going to the gym so I can fuck shit up. It's like, holy shit. Right. <laughs> but then it goes back to him, and he's, like, basically crying. And it's, that was good stuff. I, I haven't I followed the fact that he, too that much. complaining that other people are holding him down. Welcome <laughs> to the colored person's world. Hello. <laughs> you fucking table shit. <laughs> They're holding me down. Yeah, no shit. There was actually a jackass here not too long ago. 
there's any local folks watching, I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this. But some jackass here that just jumped off the falls. Yes, I heard about that. And it's like, you dumbass motherfucker. I don't feel sorry as shit for him. You know what I did say, though? Somebody posted a fucking video of the of the falls after this huge rainfall we got here, which I don't know. Did it hit y'all pretty hard up there? Actually, no. Um, I looked at a, a list of like the top rainfalls in the state, and Princeton didn't even make it. But it rained from like seven o'clock throughout the entire night, and we didn't get any kind of real accumulation. Uh-huh. We were like towards the tops. You were at the top. Redwood Falls has had uh, just shy of ten inches at the top. Yeah. Most rain in the entire Insane. state. I'm like, holy fuck, but, uh, I move, I move, <laughs> and there's the storm I've been waiting for for fucking right? five years. So some, somebody posted on Facebook of the falls after the, the rain, which was awesome. It was just like whoosh, like it should be every time, but it's not. <laughs> whoosh. I want to go to falls thing... that sound like that and do this. Whoosh. <laughs> That's my whoosh. waterfall, Loke. Do it but again. Only... Do it again. We're going to make a fucking gif out of it. Whoosh. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole time all I could think of is like, hot damn, at least it's washing off all that blood. There you go. There you go. Make it easier for the town since they're too cheap to actually put up a significant barrier to protect people from going on top of the goddamn falls. Well, you, oh, you man. You should be allowed to fucking go up there. You should be allowed to go up there and hike and fish and do that shit. You should have enough common sense to not fucking jump off like a goddamn. Was that what he did? Lady. Is that how it panned out? He jumped off? He didn't yeah, slip he jumped and fall? Off. My understanding is he jumped. If he slipped and fell... I, I feel a little worse for him, but it's still on you. I've went up there a thousand and one times and didn't slip and fall. Right. And yeah. I'm not the most coordinated fucker. Yeah. I went up there when fucking, uh, when Kenny and Megan were here, I went up there with two fucking dogs, man, holding two dogs, <laughs> fucking walking up there and shit. I couldn't, I didn't have time to keep my balance. I didn't fucking fall. Pussy. Yeah, I don't know. Level, level one. I don't know. Jerry. Jerry of Redwood. This week's Jerry of Redwood, the dumbass who fucking jumped and or slipped off the falls. We're going to get so much shit for this, Loke. Like, you're okay because you don't live here anymore. I live anymore. here. We're get a bunch of I'm, I'm free and clear now. You'll have to move. You're going to have to move. You can come here. You can come here and then we can Princeton. remove this bar from the middle of the screen. Uh, and you um, can have vivid so- color. Vivid color. As we were saying, NXT Women's Championship match. Dude, we're already at 9.30. We still got to get through SummerSlam. Uh, Asuka <laughs> versus Ember Moon. Asuka is the current champion. Ember Moon. Uh, he went it's Ember time. Moon that it's quickly. It's time. To me, to me, this is the match that's like the fatal four-way on the fucking SummerSlam. Like, to me, this could go either gall-darned way. You're saying Ember Moon? Yeah. No, they've been here too yep. many times for Ember Moon to not take it this time. It's it's Brooklyn three. It's like the, their their favorite takeover spot. Big things are going to happen, and I think this is one of them. And Oscar's going to be making her debut very soon at the main roster. She's overdue, overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, this is hard for me. Number one, you got the story of Ember Moon getting injured and losing her, her shot that she had originally at the last takeover or two. Yeah. Was it last takeover or two takeovers ago? Uh, I think it was I, two things come and go. Yeah. Anyways, 
she was going to get a one-on-one match. She got injured. She lost it. This is kind of the, the, the you know, coming back and everything. And, and I think Ember Moon is an extremely talented individual. Um, she still has more to work on her just normal repertoire um, from, from bell to bell. The things in between her big flashy moves, she, she should kind of pad. But she's super talented, um, uh, amazing in the ring. She's got the look. She's got the charisma. Asuka uh, may be – okay, other than Kyrie Hojo, which I think is signed or going to be signed after the Mae Young Classic, but she, as far as I know, she's not on the main roster at NXT. Uh, Kyrie Hojo, who's going to Kyrie Sane, I think, is what they're changing her name to. Anyways, other than her – Is she going to join probably... Sanity? I know, right? <laughs> Other than her, she Oscar's probably the most talented woman on the WWE roster. I will say, other than arguably Alexa Bliss, Oscar is the most beautiful woman on the WWE roster. Um, I want to see Oscar go undefeated, go to the main roster, and end up uh, either relinquishing her title or losing it later. Again, that's what I want. I'm thinking, storyline-wise, it's actually smart for Ember Moon to win it. I think Ember Moon has earned it. I don't think it hurts Asuka to lose it to Ember Moon and move up, as long as they make Asuka dominant. The first thing she should do when she gets on the shakeup or whatever they end up doing with her, her first thing, and I know... That this woman's been kind of downplayed quite a bit, but the first thing she should do is go up and squash Nia Jax. She just needs to go up there and prove that she's the badass oh, bitch. Yeah. So her first match should be Nia Jax, and it should be a squash match. Like, bam. Fucked. And an immediate uh, but, title shot. No, don't do that. Uh, not immediate, but soon. Uh, if she wins it, I'm okay with her winning it right off the bat. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna go Ember Moon. I let's let me put it this way. I'll be okay with either one walking away the victor. Um, my mind, I think you could do a great story with Asuka keeping it, even with Ember Moon chasing. I don't think it's gonna hurt Ember too much either. But yeah, let's say Ember Moon gets it. I'm okay with that. What do we got next? The main motherfucking event. Robert Rude, who is the current NXT World Heavyweight Champion, versus the man formerly known as Drew Galloway, now known as Drew McIntyre, as he was previously known before he was Drew Galloway. Back when he was a member of Three Man Band! Yeah, so the uh, the Irishman versus the Canadian. Um, who gets the USA chant going in this one? USA, <laughs> USA, USA. I love that, man. When there's two fucking foreigners going at it and they got the USA chant going. Yeah. It's always good. It's a good time. Um, uh, yeah, Robert Roode versus Drew McIntyre. What do you got, man? 
Well, if I said that Oscar was going to lose it, my mind says that Rude can't possibly lose this one. So I'm going to go with Rude. It could be a bad mis- it could be a mistake on my part. But I'm going to say Rude Rude wins because they're not going to have both of them change hands in the same night. I'm going to say or, I'm going I'm to take no, you go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, 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 no. Finish I don't want to add a stipulation onto mine. Okay, well, well, because I'm gonna kind of take a, I'm gonna take a kind of risk, and I'm going to say that I'm gonna say Bobby Roode retains his title, but I'm not gonna say either Bobby Roode or Drew McIntyre lose. I'm gonna say that Adam Cole interferes in the match. Now, whether one or the other loses by disqualification, I don't know. But I think uh, I think Adam Cole is going to interfere in the match, and I think Bobby Roode's still going to walk away champion. Now, I don't know if it's gonna they're going to interfere and Bobby Roode gets the loss because they attack him, or if it's going to be like a no contest because... Adam Cole and maybe that whole ROH crew comes in attacks. I, I don't know. I'm going to say whatever reason Bobby Roode walks away due to Adam Cole's interference. Uh, Bobby Roode walks away the champion. So if that doesn't happen, I'm wrong. Okay. That's how I'm going to say it. I'm really, I'm really hoping they do this fucking thing. Cause I'm excited for it. This is one of the most exciting storylines for a while, I want to see the whole ROH invasion thing. If I want to see it, I want to see it, man. It'd be good. It'd be so good. Do it. So that's what I'm shooting for. So what were you going to say after I interrupted, but you politely let me go first anyways? Well, I was going to say, if, if Asuka loses the title, she's obviously going over right away. But if Rude loses the title, I think he sticks around for a while, tries to get it back, maybe fails a couple times, and then comes over eventually, but I don't think that would happen to both. I could see that. You know, in all honesty, as much as I want to see Bobby Roode become WWE champion, if they if they were to have somebody be like a mainstay in NXT, <clears throat> I could see it be Bobby Roode. I could see him becoming, because he is older. He's not a young guy at all right. at this point. I could see them just He can't be much Bobby younger Roode. than Triple H, if anything. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah, not a lot. And I, I, I want to see, see them, them have a fight at WrestleMania, though. That would be really good. Bobby yeah. Roode, Triple H. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That is it's, too, it's, it's a top dream match of mine right now. They're too bulky and cerebral kind of cats, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, now, uh, somehow... Maybe, maybe it happens an NXT takeover at a WrestleMania. Because Triple H Triple runs H- that show... You yeah, know what Triple I mean? Triple H can be in an NXT match. Fuck yeah. Why can't he? He hasn't yet. That would be the awesome first NXT right. match for Triple H, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. And yeah. then the next week you'd find out Vince shut down NXT. <laughs> it's over. It's going the talking <laughs> smack way, damn it. Um, look, we have 15 minutes to get through fucking SummerSlam, which seems okay. unfathomable. But let's try to just uh, hit some. Uh, let's try to hit some shit, okay? Yeah. Hit that shit. Where's hit the fucking end up? Hit that shit button. Hit that shit. Uh, anyway, got we got a kickoff. 
We got a kickoff match. I'm just going to hit them if, if that's all right with you. I don't know if you have them up or not, but I'm going to hit no, them if that's okay run, with you. Just run right down them. Hardy Boys plus Jason Jordan versus The Miz and his Miz Taraj. That is a kickoff show match. We have three kickoff show matches. Loke. What are we doing? Three kickoff show matches. I'm going to say Jason Jordan and the Hardys. They have to go over. I mean, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't sure. Jason Jordan right. over. And the Miz and the Miz Taraj are not going to be hurt by losing. Right, definitely not. On to the next one. Um, I'm going to try to alter. I'm going to try to alternate. Uh, you pick first, and I pick first, and you pick first. That way it's not just all just one person fucking okay. setting the pace. Is that for you? Yeah. All right, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Why the fuck this is on the kickoff show? Fucking redonkulous, but okay. Uh, the New Day versus the Usos. Um, I am going to say that... Uh, uh, the way WWE has been playing some of these titles with the back and forth, I'm going to say Usos win it. New Day uh, goes back after him. Um, no, I'm going to say New Day wins it. Okay. Uh, Usos have been very strong lately. I could see it happening. But I, I could see the New Day winning also. I just think uh, I think WWE likes to do this whole uh, back and forth with titles lately. No, I honestly. I, think do it with these. I need to see New Day versus um, um, Febreze at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, oh, we didn't talk about this on the news. I'm gonna sneak it in here, even though we only got 50 minutes to talk about a fucking SummerSlam. But I'm gonna sneak it in here really quickly so you don't fucking get it. Anyways. On Chris Jericho's fucking podcast, uh, uh, Talk is Jericho, he had yes. uh, Febreze on there, or or Brizongo, if you will. In that, they said the original name that they had picked out for their team was Febreze. Copyright issues. That, but that due to copyright issues, they couldn't do it. And Vince's uh, thing was Brizongo from the beginning. Vince never thought of Febreze. Vince has probably never heard of Febreze, if you ask me. He probably doesn't know what the fuck it is. The man's never stepped foot in a Walmart in his life. So he had Brizongo from the beginning. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool, because I've always loved to call him Febreze. I thought that's what they should be called. And I'm glad that they fucking thought of it, and I wasn't the only motherfucker who's ever thought of it. So, that's done. Uh, WWE Cruiserweight Championship match. This is the final of the kickoff shows, yet two... Of the fucking championship matches that are on the kickoff show. That's fucked up. That's it is fucked up. up. And that's fucked up. It's SummerSlam. Put your champions in the fucking main shit. Anyways, we got Akira Tozawa, who just won this shit Monday, facing Neville, who we fucking won it from. This is the Cruiserweight Championship pasty. God damn it, this one's kind of a hard call. It's kind of a hard call. And I'm going to say WWE booking says Neville wins it back. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to say Akira Tozawa just won it. And uh, I like Akira Tozawa. I like so him. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. I'm, it's I'm a good win for the Titus I'm keeping it on Akira Tozawa. All right. Um, so now I'm just doing this in order of WWE.com's presentation, folks. So this is in no, like, uh, planned order. This is how WWE.com has it listed. This is how I'm doing it. We got the Demon Finn Balor. Yes, folks, they specifically said the Demon Finn Balor mm -hmm. uh, versus Bray mm -hmm. Wyatt. 
Uh, my pick is up. I'm going to say Bray Wyatt is, uh, he loves to lose. He is the eater of pins, especially on pay-per-views. Um, this is a big one. So WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and SummerSlam, I think it's in Bray's contract that he has to lose. I'm pretty sure it's in the contract. <laughs> um, and I think it really helps Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. He's at the basement. He can't go any lower anyways. Um, they have given him a lot of wins, but they've been pointless wins lately. I don't think he's had a strong win lately. So I'm going to go Damon Finn Balor. They could try to fucking shake it up and give us Bray Wyatt just to be like, oh, you didn't see it coming. No, but I would I- like I would like for this to be the start of a long and entertaining feud between these two. And therefore, I say Bray wins it here, and this goes till WrestleMania. I'm okay with that, but I'm just going to say everything involving Bray is fucking long and drawn out. But then again, the shakeup's going to happen, and I'm sure they'll get split up. And that's probably why they're pushing this match at Mania right now. Because they could have built up to it better. Yeah, no shit, they could have. <laughs> I mean, it's been alright, but well, what was the... Hey, what was the fucking thing? Did you watch Raw or SmackDown? I watched Raw. Somewhat. Well, what was the fucking thing with Bray Wyatt? Like, or, yeah. Like, they turned the lights on and you seen him dumping a bucket of blood. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, number one, it, it wasn't blood. It was, uh, what was it? A viscous fluid? The fuck did they call it? Do you remember? Viscous, viscous fluid? Viscous? What the fuck? Number one, what does viscous mean? You're you're smarter than me. What does viscous mean? <laughs> viscous, I believe, or visceral, visceral, vis. Yeah, it's okay. It's body shit. Well, I, yeah, okay, that that makes sense, I guess. I know the word visceral, so I guess that makes sense. So viscous fluid. They can't say blood, motherfuckers. So he's dumping uh, blood viscera, on him, but they can't say it. Viscera is internal organs in the main cavities of the body, especially those in the abdomen, e.g. the intestines. It was not intestines. It was all liquid. Red paint. I actually didn't see him throw the bucket at first, and then I looked, and I'm like, holy shit, they allow blading again, and he's doing better than Ric Flair. So, <laughs> so number one, it's pretty stupid that they have a gimmick where you dump blood on somebody, but you can't say the fucking word blood. Right. That's fucked up. Just don't do it, because it ruins the whole thing. Number two, remember back in the day when we watched wrestling and they turned the lights out, and then they turned them on and you were covered in blood, and it's like, yeah. oh shit, he's covered in blood! So now they turn the lights off and hand him a bucket and then turn the lights on and we see him <laughs> dump the bucket on him. Like, to me, that's pathetic. Like, oh, he just literally dumped a bucket on him. That's not paranormal at all. Right. I can dump a bucket of fucking pig blood on somebody. I watched Carrie. We talked about <laughs> Stephen King books and movies earlier. It's been done. So that that pissed that whole segment pissed me off. I thought it was done so horribly. So it's it's the prime example of how they're fucking Bray Wyatt in the fucking ass. They're noob nooping him. Noob noob. He's WWE's noob noob. Gets more hits than YouTube. It's fucked up. It's fucked up and it's fucked up. Did we ever pick anybody? No, we Is didn't it my pick. Turn? 
Is it we my had, turn or your turn? Yeah, uh, oh, we did pick. You said Balor, I said Bray, and then we got it talking about Viscera. Oh, okay. And now we've got so who's, eight minutes. Whose turn is next? Whose turn is next? Me. Okay, we got Big Show versus Big Cass with, for the rare occasion of a face being in a shark cage, Enzo Amore suspended above the ring in a shark cage. It's usually a heel pasty. It's not usually a face. It usually is, and to me this is weird. It's like Cass is afraid of Enzo. But, I mean, they, they beat the shit out of t- uh, Big Show on Raw and slammed his arm in the cage a bunch of times. I think there's a good chance Cass wins this one, and I hate to say it. Um, You know what? I haven't been following this a whole lot, and I probably should. I know Big Show's retiring pretty soon, and I know this is a big push for Big Cass. And I see Enzo either going back to NXT or 205 Live. So I'm going to say, why wouldn't you have Cass win? Um, Show has nothing to gain. Oh, excuse me. Ooh, that beer's coming back. Um, Show has nothing to gain from winning this. Uh, Enzo really can't get any lower. He's also at the basement. He's hanging out with Bray Wyatt, and they're fucking playing cribbage down there right now. Right. Um, big Cass, he he needs the push. He needs to be. He needs to have beat this giant. He's Big Cass, so he can beat the Big Show. Um, so yeah, Big Cass. But why wouldn't you have Big Cass win it? Orton versus Rusev. Uh, Orton has lost the last four straight pay per views, which includes three losses to a fucking worthless Jinder Mahal. I'm not the biggest Orton fan, but Orton deserves a win here by fucking far. I'm yeah. giving it to Orton. Yeah, Orton for sure. That's my my take on that, too. Next. Plus, Rus- Rusev and Lana both seem to still be in the fucking doghouse for right. whatever reason. Right. So, there you go. For Orton the- gets that. It can't still be for them fucking the engagement. Dude, that was it fucking, is. what, three years ago? And they're three still going to do the ago. same thing to Dean Ambrose and Renee Young. Three years ago! It, it's Vince McMahon! It's petty. It's petty. Three years ago was but moments in the span of his life. He's an old motherfucker. Old motherfucker went to the cupboard to get his old dog a bone, and when he bent over, along came old Rover and gave him a bone of his own. Oh. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Naomi versus Natalia. It's on you, P Dub. Naomi. Uh, I'm gonna say Natalia. Let's push her heel fucking persona, and let's make Naomi chase. I'm going Natalia. Uh, nothing to talk about there, folks. And that is your women's revolution. Boom! Uh, Raw! <laughs> Raw Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. I am going to say... I'm going to say Sasha Banks wins. And I'm only saying this because I'm thinking this is going to set up the Bailey versus Sasha Banks feud. Yeah. So I'm saying Sasha Banks. I don't want her to. I love Alexa. If Alexa could stay women's champion forever, I'd almost let her. She'll have it but back. I, I'm going. Yo, oh yeah. Oh, she will. But I'm going Sasha. Sasha on this one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna follow right in suit there again too. <laughs> okay. Now we got the tag team championship for Raw, which would be uh, 
What do they call themselves? The Bar? I do not like that name. The bar. <laughs> we are The Bar! I like it's, Dublin it's 07. The Bar. Yeah, Dublin 07. So we're going Dublin 07, which would be, for those of you who don't know, Seamus and Cesaro. Dublin 07 versus uh, three or two-thirds of the Shield, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. What do you got? I got the Shield, yo. If they're going to put them back together, they're going to do big things. Or, I, I could see a better story if they lose. <laughs> That's how they pull Roman in if they lose. But I think I think the Shield wins. That's what I'm going to go with. Got to go with my gut. My gut's usually right. That's why we don't so cash I, bet no more. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I um, I have the same answer of you, but same answer of you. That's of not a fucking sentence. <laughs> I have the same answer as you, but the opposite reason. I'm going to say Dean and Seth win it, but I think because that sets up Dean turning on Seth. I think Dean's going to end up turning heel on Seth Rollins with the exact same chair shot from behind as Seth is talking over the rope. I mean, like, fucking almost shot for shot the same. Um, so we both agree it's Dean and Seth, but we but we have opposite reasons for us thinking that. So that's okay. I kind of like that. Ah, U.S. Championship match. Uh, AJ Styles... Versus Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as a special guest referee. This is going to be a good um, one. Her, uh, who's, is AJ the champion right now, right? E, yeah, I think. Part of me says that Shane is, is accidentally, maybe purposely, but accidentally involved in and AJ losing the title. There's been a lot of flip-flop of this title, which I don't like most of the time. But with AJ and Kevin, I seem to be following this story. <laughs> so I like the flip-flop, and I'm okay with it flip-flopping a few more times. A few more times. I said that, folks. Not just this one time. A few more times. I'm going to say uh, Kevin Owen wins it. And, and I'm going to throw in that I think Shane's going to be somehow involved, maybe not even purposely, but some kind of shenanigans or a ref bump with somebody like Kevin Owens grabbing his hand and counting or something. I, I don't know. I, I think Kevin Owens wins the title, though. I'm going to say Kevin Owens wins the title. Something weird with Shane. There's Shane wouldn't be involved if it's just going to be straight fucking laced, right? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, and, and with uh, AJ Styles last week, Hitting Shane with an inverted uh, Pele uh, kick. Pele! Pele kick. I mean, he did come out and apologize for it this week, but I don't think that goes very far. And, you know, McMahons are known for interesting things happening during the match. You know, one outcome I would like to see, since they're both very paranoid of Shane fucking them over, is the match starting and both of them just beating the fuck out of Shane. That'd be good. That'd be good TV. Yeah, yeah, it would. I, I don't know where it would go from there, but it could go a lot of places. We could go here and far. We could reach to the star. It's and 10 o'clock. Uh, John, John Cena versus Baron <laughs> Corbin. Um, we 
uh, we both say that Corbin wins, correct? Yes. We have different reasons for it. Uh, WWE Championship, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I think Shinsuke wins it. I agree. Universal Championship match. How come we're skimming through the fucking important ones and we spent a lot of time on the undercard? Son of a bitch, we're worthless. Uh, Universal Championship fucking match. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman. You go first because I don't even have a pick yet. Oh, my God. This one is tough. This is the toughest match call in a long fucking time, and I love it. This one's I love it. It's good. It's good we have a fatal four-way where we actually think about it. Usually, we know who it is or it's one of two. Yeah. But this time, it's like it could be any of the four. Rock Lesnar was announced to be at Raw on Monday. So I kind of think was, he doesn't lose it. And he was announced as world champion. But if they put a press release out while he's world champion, they will state that. Yeah, right. So it's tough. I kind of think... Um, Strowman and Roman Reigns are going to wind up on their own shit. And I think Joe takes it. I think I said the same thing last week. And I think that's where I'm sitting right now. Um, with, with there being four different individuals, I really didn't want to have the same answer as you, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, I think, I think Roman and Strowman have their own thing going yet. And I think they got a lot of mileage to go yet. they They've been Braun Strowman has been the best fucking thing for Roman Reigns. Oh my Very gosh! So. Fuck yeah, best fucking thing. And with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman going out there stating we're leaving if he loses the WWE World Title, um, I think they have to lose it. Right. You don't go out there as a heel and make that exclamation without fucking following through on that. So, and and Joe, I think, is deserving of being the champion of the universe. I don't think, I, I don't, why the fuck wouldn't he? He's Samoa motherfucking Joe. He has been pushed down so many times that he fucking deserves this. And I, I want to see Joe suckle at the teat of success. Yes. So, yeah, I guess I really didn't think we were going to pick the same ones, and I feel bad that out of four people, we did <laughs> You want pick me to change my answer? I could change no, my answer. We, we had enough different answers down the card that I think it works. It still works. It still works that, uh, yeah, we, we can both go Joe, and it's like, go Joe! I'll be completely honest, though. No matter how this ends, I'm happy. I'm a happy man. I don't give a fuck. Um, we'll see what happens with Roman Reigns' Universal Championship run. <laughs> I may not be the biggest fan of it, but we'll see what they do. He's with more it. deserving now than he was. Yes. Oh, yes. By far. Plus, he has plus it's a clear opening a for Strowman to get it. You know what I mean? But well, not it, only that, but, you, dude, you have a built-in fucking feud with uh, Seth and Dean because the shakeup's coming up. Right. Yeah, we don't know. It's going to be well, good. Yeah, it, it, yeah, this is this is the first four-way in a long time, like we had said, where any one of them could take it, and you wouldn't be shocked. Might not be who you want, but you won't be shocked. Yeah, and it, it's hard for anybody to be disappointed by the outcome. Very much so. 
It's it's great. There's, there's a lot of haters out there, Loke. Don't say it's difficult for a lot of folks. There's a lot of haters out there. Well, uh, you haters are Nazis. We coming for you. With with citronella fucking torches. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I'll just carry, I'm just going to carry a, a scented wax melter with me. Right, and I'm just going to take fucking uh, mosquito spray, off mosquito spray. There you go. It works. <laughs> oh, God. God damn you niggas! <laughs> That's stupid. So stupid. Dude, we've just lost all our white supremacist viewers. Good. Good. That's fine. <laughs> Should have been paying Patreon, motherfuckers. We'd have been backing you at this point. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and with that, I feel like I need to get us off of the air before we get our first strike on YouTube. <laughs> we, should. we should be gone. It's going to places only suitable for the Patreon. But yeah. This. First this was, this live was a good show on YouTube. Outing. Yes. This you were nervous. For... You were nervous as fuck. You're like, I'm not ready for this. Dude, I found out from Facebook that we were doing this. <laughs> so I was nervous. I was scrolling through Facebook at work and I was like, hey, we're doing a live YouTube feed tonight. And I was like, holy fuck. I'm not even getting home till seven o'clock. What <laughs> the fuck? Pasty really just uh, dropped this fucking stone on me. Fuck yeah. Fuck uh, yeah. But it worked. It worked. Fuck it, like you said. And and like I said earlier, we work really well when fucking sink or swim. I like a little heads up on some shit, but... You had like half a day. I think it worked well. <laughs> I think it worked very well. You, you can um, ask it, Strata, man. Everything I do is like, yeah, we're doing this now. Let's do it right now. <laughs> you know what? If I if I didn't have somebody who is as fucking uh who has such a beautiful mind who walks a different path such as you, it probably wouldn't work. It probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> but we both walk such a unique path. It's okay. I think it was good. I hope the folks let us know in the comments below. I hope they like and subscribe. Yes, we can We're say that now. More of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to do more of it. Oh, yeah. So fuck you if you don't. But no, I, I love it. I love it. I'm glad you did it. You caught me off guard, and it was a rough fucking day. But this uh, this two hours and the next hour coming up, because I already know, has gone by so smooth compared to the rest of the fucking day, man, that I'm loving it. I'm taking in the positives. I'm accentuating the positives. I'm eliminating the negatives, and I'm uh, something the affirmatives. Uh, how does the song go? Sing it for me, Pasty. I, I don't know. You fucking failed, man. I'm sorry. Accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, uh, latch on to the affirmative, and don't mess with nothing in between. That's how the song goes. You don't know this song? Damn it. For those of you just listening to the podcast, you have no idea of my response. Watch I, I, us on YouTube. He's shaking his head. <laughs> I might have made that shit up. But anyways, that's how I like to live my life. Because shit is positive. 
And I love all of you like a lovesick puppy. We are over our time. Pasty, sign us off. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And, uh, oh shit, I forgot to mention, Beef Sticks Gaming is kicking off in full force on Twitch. We also have our own Discord, so if you like to play games on the PS4 or PC, get a hold of me. We can get you in the Discord. We can get you into Beef Sticks Gaming. Why not, why not fucking Xbox One, motherfucker? What's up because with that I, shit? Because I ain't got it. I ain't got it, and I ain't trying I, to fuck with it. it. I got it, motherfucker. I got it, motherfucker. Well, then I'll add it, but you got to join the Discord. No, because I'm not, no, not going to do any fucking games <laughs> we're going to play with. I don't fucking fuck Dude, with that shit. Me and my brother have been streaming the original EverQuest for three days. Yeah, let's say playing the original fucking Mario Brothers. I'll be down, motherfucker. I, I, we can do that. We can do that. You uh. can do that. But anyways, yeah, Beef Sticks Gaming on Twitch. Check us out. We play some weird shit. We play some random shit. We have some fun doing it. This is something I've been wanting to do for a long fucking time. And it's finally getting off the ground. And it's the whole reason that we're coming to you visually this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next week. I've been Pasty White. And as always, I'm the fattest Mac in the land. We're Beef Sticks Podcast. And we out. Love you like a lovesick puppy.